The topics and opinions expressed on the following show are solely those of the hosts and their guests and not those of W4WN Radio, its employees, or affiliates. We make no recommendations or endorsements for radio show programs, services, or products mentioned on air or on our web. No liability, explicit or implied, shall be extended to W4WN Radio, its employees, or affiliates. Any questions or comments should be directed to those show hosts. Thank you for choosing W4WN Radio. Radio Tony with Tony Lontis. Author of Resilience, memoir of a broken little girl discovering a woman of strength and beauty. Available now on Amazon.com and in all good bookstores. Radio Tony. Your safe space for tough conversations, exposing secrets and talking about trauma and recovery. Radio Tony. Building resilience, talking trauma. Radio Tony. Live from the Gold Coast, Australia. Radio Tony. Difficult conversations and bringing hope to listeners. Live from the Gold Coast, Australia on W4WN. Good morning, Australia, and good evening, America. If you're listening to me on your Radio 4 AUS, you are listening to Tony Lontis on Radio Tony. Now, I'm just reminding everyone that we have a new website for Radio Tony, um, and it's radiotony.com, and on there you can see the guests that are coming up, the show sponsors, and any giveaways we have, and soon we'll be adding blogs and uh, show notes so if you miss the live show or you want to have the notes from the live show they'll be there available for you also the podcast from the live show is available on radiotony.com so this morning I'm starting to get into that usual practice of doing a Facebook Live as I go to air, which is kind of scary because that means I have three screens plus the phone going live and I'm not absolutely the most technologically advanced person. And so I'm watching the chat, I'm watching the radio Skype, I've got my program list up and I've got Facebook Live going. So wish me luck. And today we're going to be talking to to a wonderful person by the name of Tanya Meesman. And Tanya will be joining us live um, in about 15 minutes. She is currently at a breakfast for businesswomen. And Tanya runs an amazing a company called Girl Shaped Flames. Now, Girl Shaped Flames is the brainchild of Tanya, and her vision is to help teenage girls and their families. So whilst she's predominantly working with 14 to 17-year-olds, today's program about will be about how she helps parents of teenage girls and how she helps them discover what they're passionate about. But before we go live with Tanya, I just thought I'd let you know a little bit of what's going on in our world. Earlier in the year, we had lots of conversations about how dry Australia was and how the bushfires were burning out of control. Uh, so let me tell you that it's done a complete 180 and now we have rain and it's been raining on and off for a couple of weeks now, which is lovely. Our tanks are full, our garden's green and everything is growing amazingly well. 
Um, so that's lovely. But as I've pointed out before, Australia is such a country of uh, extremes. And add to that, we have a little cyclone up off North Queensland, which we're watching to see what happens with that as well. We have flooding in the outback now and places that haven't had rain for many, many, many years are now experiencing some flooding and some welcome rain. The other thing I wanted to quickly touch on this morning is about COVID-19. And I'm sure unless you've been living in a rock in the middle of nowhere, you would have heard about coronavirus. And I thought that it might be important to have a quick discussion of what that means for the world because it's such a current topical conversation. So the latest from the World Health Organization, and I would like to point people to the website of the World Health Organization because they are at the forefront of managing this pandemic worldwide. And so I thought I'd just read to you some of, some of the latest comments from the Director General, Tedros Adnan. And so, so he says, says that in the past two weeks, the number of cases of COVID-19 or coronavirus outside China has increased 13-fold and the number of affected countries has tripled. So please don't underestimate the the state of the spread of this virus and I say that not to panic you so just so that you know that you should be can be concerned um, but there are ways to protect yourself which we'll go into shortly so there are now 118,000 cases across 114 countries with 4,291 people passed due to the virus Thousands more are fighting in hospitals across their countries. Um, in the days and weeks ahead, we would expect to see the number of cases and the number of deaths as, and the number of countries affected climb even higher, which is really sad. Um, WHO, the World Health Organization, WHO, have been assessing that break from the, around the clock and they are deeply concerned both at the alarming levels of spread and the severity of the disease, um, but not wanting to alarm people just to ensure that people are uh, informed. Um, so the their assessment is um, that it is characterised as a pan-endemic, and a pan-endemic is not a word that an organiser organization like uh, who would use lightly or carelessly it's a word that uh, invokes across many western countries in particular a certain set of protocols that mean that we are stepping up the protection of our populations so um, who is describing it as a pandemic and they have never seen something as uh, big as coronavirus before which means that we should be um, concerned but not alarmed they are responsible for the full management across the world um, and they've called all sorts of countries to take urgent and aggressive action they're making it clear that there is alarm and there should be alarm around protecting your populations. 
So just again, there's 118,000 cases reported globally um, in 114 countries. More than 90% of those cases are, however, in just four countries. China and Korea, significantly higher cases than the rest of the world. The other 81 countries that have not reported any cases and 57 countries have reported 10 cases or less. So this is what you would expect in a pandemic. And for those of us outside of China and Korea, there is a clearly defined path where we should be detecting, testing, treating, isolating and tracing people when their uh, coronavirus is diagnosed. So some of those countries aren't as lucky as countries like Australia and the US, and they are struggling with lack of capacity. They're struggling with resources and they're struggling with lack of resolve. Um, one of the main countries being affected right at this point in time is Iran and Italy, and they are taking it very seriously. They are doing all measures to stop minimize and isolate the virus. So it's not just a public health crisis, it's a crisis across every sector. So it impacts on lots and lots of things as you would understand. Um, so the key four areas that the World Health Organization wants us to focus on is to be prepared and ready, detect, protect and treat and to reduce transmission. And so how we do that as um, everyday citizens is to wash our hands regularly, thoroughly with an alcohol-based hand rub or a soap and water. Why is hand washing so important? Because hand washing with water, soap and water and alcohol will kill viruses on your hands. The other thing that they want you to know is to maintain social distancing. So that is one meter between yourself and anyone who is coughing and sneezing. I, for one, am really happy that this is enacted at the moment because generally I try and keep a meter from anyone who is coughing or sneezing, but it's much more important now. When someone coughs or sneezes, they spray a small liquid droplet from their nose or mouth, and that may contain the virus. If you're close, you breathe in the droplets, and that's how you get the disease or the virus. The other thing is to avoid touching eyes, nose and mouth. Why? Because hands touch many surfaces and they pick up viruses. So you have viruses on your hands. Once your hands are contaminated and you touch your nose, your mouth um, or your eyes, the virus can enter your body and make you sick. The other thing that they want you to know is to practice respiratory hygiene. Make sure you and the people around you are following good respiratory hygiene. That means covering your mouth and your nose with your hand, elbow or tissue and dispose of the tissue immediately. Again, that's because the virus is spread by droplets. If you have a fever, cough or difficulty breathing, and that's the key word, difficulty breathing, you must seek medical care early. Stay home if you're unwell. Seek medical advice if you are getting worse. So that's just the 
basics of coronavirus. Todd wants to know, is everything safe with all this weather issue? Todd, in, in respect to Australia, yes, we're all safe. Dala, that virus is being blamed for lots of things in every place. Well, Dala, a pandemic will impact so many things from trade to hospital resources to many, many things. So, yeah, rightly or wrongly, it's going to be blamed for a lot of things. Larry, how do we even tell the difference between this and another illness? If you've got the virus, and, and Larry, that's actually one of the issues because coronavirus um, is very much like a common cold. The only differences are a higher fever and a difficulty in breathing. And the other thing with coronavirus is that people can carry it and not get sick. And so if you are a carrier, you may not necessarily know. So that's why they're so uh, making us aware about people distance and washing your hands. One of the most powerful things we can all do, no matter where we are, is to wash our hands most powerful thing you can do to help stop the spread of coronavirus. Um, Blair, how do you know if you have it? Um, you may not know. You may only have mild symptoms. But again, if you're sick, even if you think that it's a common cold, stay home, wash your hands, cover your mouth. Very simple. And if you are having a high fever, you need to go see a doctor. So that's all for my Facebook Live me, me. I'm going to stop the live feed now and we're just about ready to go into a break before Tanya joins us. So over to you, Rebel, for our first break and I'll join you all after the break. Bye for now. Radio Tony, bringing social consciousness this time every Thursday evening, live from the Gold Coast, Australia on W4WN. Resilience, memoir of a broken little girl, discovering a woman of strength and beauty is the new book from Australian author Tony Lontis. Available in paper, ebook and audio formats, Resilience is a true life story of Tony experiencing and surviving trauma, abuse, mental health issues and the ultimate betrayal of someone she fell in love with. Available for download now through all good online retailers and in all good bookstores. She's just a girl and she's on fire Hotter than a fantasy Lonely like a highway She's living in a world and it's on fire Filled with catastrophe But she knows she can fly away
Radio Tony with Tony Lontis, author of Resilience, memoir of a broken little girl discovering a woman of strength and beauty. Available now on Amazon.com and in all good bookstores. Welcome back to Radio Tony. You've been listening to Alicia Keys and Girl on Fire, which is an appropriate song this morning because we're talking to Tina Meesman, um, who is a communications and branding sp- professional and founder and director of Girl Shaped Flames. The fire that she's had in her belly since a teenager has taken her from small town Yapoon in Queensland, Australia, to topping her degree in Bond University being poached to work at the top-tier advertising agencies throughout Sydney and London on cornerstone international brands such as Virgin, Mastercard, Peroni, Nokia and McDonald's, then across into film-producing career that has seen her produce hundreds of pieces of content and six feature films. Now safely back in her home state, she's turned her attention to ensuring the next generation of female leaders discover their own flames and has uh, and are given opportunities to fan them and reach their full potential by connecting teen girls in high school with extraordinary women from around Australia and across the world. Good morning, Tanya. Good morning, Tony. How are you? I'm really good. Thank you so much for coming on Radio Tony this morning at such short notice. We had one of my normal guests pull out and Tanya graciously agreed to jump on the call this morning. So, Tanya, um, your girl-shaped frames, flames is a movement um, and as well as uh, resources and events and camps for teenage girls. So why do you do it? What's What drives you to do this work? Yeah, thank you. Well, firstly, thank you so much for having me. Um, short notice or no, anyone who knows me knows I will take any opportunity to talk about Girl Shaped Lanes because I, uh, I believe in it so emphatically. Um, so thank you for having me. I... Um, I started Girl Shape Flames about three years ago because I was concerned um, at the risk adversity, the fear of failure and the nervousness I was seeing in young women that were coming through and working with me and for me in different um, industries. And it had been bothering me for a while because I I personally was brought up as quite a go-getter and and, – achievement is good and and aim high and work hard and all those kinds of things but that meant that there was often much falling over and not getting the thing I was trying for um, and experiencing failure and experiencing things not turning out the way that they what I wanted them to so um, what that meant is it I developed quite a thick skin and I, I reached a point in my career where I was seeing I was really concerned at how girls coming through now were not having that um, internal uh, belief in their own ability and belief in their own um, capacity to achieve. And it was brought to a head when I became head of brand and comms at um, a set of three international uh, baccalaureate high schools here in Brisbane. And I was um, speaking a lot with parents and a lot with the girls. And it became immediately apparent that the generation coming through now have so many really concerning things to deal with that we didn't have growing up and we all, you know, always roll out the whole, well, back in my day. 
Um, yeah. But it's really different now, exponentially different now for them. There's a lot of Can similarities do- and challenges. Do you think that that has something to do with the rise of social media or is it is it that in combination with a number of other things? It's absolutely in combination with a number of other things. I think yes. that we are quick to jump to social media because it's so prolific yes. and it's so prolific in our own lives and experiences as well. And, and there is no doubting the fact that it is playing a very significant role in um, the mental health and attitudes of all people, but particularly young people who are very um, malleable at that young age. Yes. However, when we sit and look at it, the way I speak with parents and girls about it is understanding about uh, instability. So the world now for girls and and boys, but young people, is increasingly unstable compared to unstable compared to when we grew up. So essentially that goes through everything. That starts all the way at something like um, war. So yes. when we grew up, we had war. Now, wars are predictable. You know which country they're going to take place in. You know roundabouts where they're happening. You know who's involved and why. Yes. Young people today have terrorism, and terrorism yes. is not predictable, and we don't know why sometimes uh, things are happening and where, when, and how. Then you look at financial climate. You know, um, yes. we rode it pretty easy up until 2008, and since 2008, the world has been in financial disarray and distrust. And these kids, you know, some of them were, and most of them were only three, four, five years old back in 2008. Some of them weren't even born. So they have only ever known a time when people are worried about their jobs, worried about economic security. When 2008 happened, we would have had parents losing jobs, moving houses, moving schools, and there would have been instability in their lives. Um, Then on top of that, we add the environment, and you have environment crisis. Now, our environment has been under crisis for much longer than the last 15 years, but the last 15 to 20 years, we've seen an exponential rise in um, climate change, in uh, losing species, in the Great Barrier Reef coming under threat and so on and so forth. So they've had that to deal with. Then we get to what I refer to as information and technology. So social yeah. media is one aspect of that. But what we're also dealing with is our young minds who have not yet developed the skills and abilities to discern um, and curate information. So they are delivered as much information and sometimes more than as what we receive. However, we know how to curate it. We know what to pay attention to and what not to. We have search function. We know our own personal search functioning. Um, But they don't. And so they take all of it in. And it's very overwhelming. And you think about that when they're trying to just navigate their own growing systems and social systems on top of that you introduce an inordinate amount of information and there's no wonder they are feeling very stressed and very anxious and very confused just about what's to come you slap right on top of that social media and social media where you have not only judgment from what you saw the way I talk about social media is that when we grew up we'd go to school the people that you had to impress or you'd feel judged by or whatever you're up against, were in your in your town and they were in your school. Mm-hmm. And you that was it, basically. That's not to say that to discount how impactful that can be, but you know, that was it. Now <clears throat> it's the world. Globally people can can comment on and judge and determine. And then you've got the actual role modeling. So they used to have their 
community as role models, their mums, their aunts, their teachers, they were the role models. Now it's opened up into a world of global role models, um, which can be a great thing because there's some amazing role models out there. But alternatively, it's also a really poisonous thing because there's not healthy role models. So, yes, social media is, is has a lot to blame, <laughs> um, yeah. but it's not going anywhere. So, no. if anything, we have to take it as one part of what's going on with them now and and look at addressing a lot of the different issues simultaneously. <clears throat> so, Tanya, I wanted to talk about – so you um, – I want to talk about some of the things that Girl Shaped Flames has in place to help – Uh, teen girls in particular and then I want to segue into how you also help parents of teen girls so let's talk about some of those wonderful uh, initiatives you have that help that age group of 14 to 17 year old girls Um, so the audience gets to know just what Girl Shaped Flames is all about. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and and um, as we've grown and, and expanded, we actually, a lot of our activities are for the full uh, high school age range. So we'll have girls yes. as young as 11 coming to some of our things all the way up to 18, um, as long as they are in high school or of high school age. So we have um, the priorities of Girl Shape Flames are really to develop um, confidence within girls help them yeah. develop key soft skills that are going to move them forward in life, give them industry exposure opportunities so they can start figuring out what different pathways might look like. And what's come into the play, as you mentioned just before, is around parent engagement because parents um, have a really significant role to play in a teenager's life, um, even though it might not feel like that because teenagers it's are pulling tough. away at that point in time. Yeah, teenage um, girls but, are tough. They're a tough yeah. crowd. Yeah, they are a tough crowd. If you can survive the teenage girl, teenage daughter period of time of your life, you're winning <laughs> all the way. Um, my mum will attest to that as well. Um, yeah. But they're the four main areas that we look at um, that we have devised different engagement activities for. So what that then looks like in the real world is our current our camp courage has been developed Uh, it's an annual camp for just 40 girls at a time we run it um, just outside of Brisbane and that is a really impactful experience it's three days myself and uh, one of my closest friends Kai Fanot who's actually um, uh, Oscar level winning uh, Hollywood stunt artist and survival expert Um, Her and I uh, bring together other extraordinary women and we run this three-day camp with the girls very much around self-development, understanding themselves and their capacity. It's also an incredible um, bonding experience for them with new people. So most of the girls who come to these camps don't know anyone else at the camp and they leave with friendships that they have formed literally in the space of 72 hours, but friendships that then have gone on to um, continue because they're born out of true connection as opposed yeah. to um, when you're at school, school, you know. Yeah, yeah. you're yeah. just thrown into a class, right? So um, so we've seen incredible results come out the back of those camps. And we have about 70% of the girls that come to the camp usually come as self-declared introverts uh, who are ah. looking for ways to become more confident and to become, and that doesn't mean become louder. That just means yeah. become more confident to yeah. to in themselves and in their own decision making yeah. and in their own expression of self. So, yeah. So basically, that's Camp Courage. It is a, uh, a very a strong passion of mine. Um, it's a personal favorite of mine. 
Um, yeah. And that's January of each year. Um, yeah. So we've got it's open for next year at the moment. Yeah. Then we move into the skill development. So we have GSF Academy, which is our skill development workshop academy. We have six different topics we covered there that were curated from um, working with the girls over the last few years and understanding which topics were of most importance to them and arguably their parents. And those yeah. are half-day intensives that myself and other women who are leaders in their fields all facilitate. And we have uh, some of the topics are things like I run a focus workshop on stress, pressure and overwhelm yeah. and motivation and that helps the girls, particularly in this world of anxiety, understand how they can get on top of their workload. Because if and, you can teach them those skills in their teenage years, mm-hmm. those skills carry forward to adult life and mm-hmm. and that's so important because uh, yeah. for myself – it took me till I was in my 40s to learn some of those skills, whereas yeah. these girls are being open up to those skills at, at an early age that will set them up for life. So it's yeah. probably and, important work. Yeah, and the, the female role modelling, like strong, positive female role models is is really our, our mantra. And, yes. and we say, you know, we're connecting teenage girls with extraordinary women across industries. So Katrina Blowers, for example, who's a Channel 7 TV reporter, she, yeah. our senior one and, and the Weekend News, she runs our social media workshop and that's really around the positive use of social media and how to um, navigate it in a positive way without yes. it being a big wrist-slapping exercise. It's more yeah. around how do you utilize it? How do you um, work? Help it work for you? How do you keep it positive? Yeah. Uh, and then we've got a financial lit- uh, and a financial advisor who runs our financial literacy um, workshop. And so the girls are hearing from women who are living and breathing this on a daily basis on a professional level. Um, and I think that is what is quite powerful for the girls. They can see real life application of what we're talking yeah. about. Yeah. Um, off that, we have our company excursions. So we partner with a lot of different companies where we bring girls into the organisation, meet our female staff members that are there across a whole different gamut of levels all the way up to C-suite. We've had female CEOs come and speak with the girls. They get to tour around the buildings. We've taken them out You've to You've done the, some really interesting tours in that space yeah, and yeah. into areas that aren't predominantly uh, mm-hmm. a, a female area with great success haven't you Tanya? Absolutely one of my proudest claims to fame from last year was that we got uh, Urban Utilities is a long-standing part of ours now they're on board for the next for the second year running we've done a lot with them and they're and water just services. sorry Tanya for those listening in America Urban Utilities is an electricity no, no, water, um, water. Sorry. sorry, water. Yeah, water. water so they, they provide water services and all the infrastructure and the treatment plants. So we're talking sewage treatment plants. Yeah. Which means we're talking stuff that goes in toilets, right? Yeah. Um, and anyone who tries to have a conversation about that with a teenage girl is going to get quite a uh, blank response. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I can tell yeah. you that. Um, but as an organisation, you know, we, we partnered with them because they not only wanted to inspire and engage girls around what the opportunities were to work at, uh, within water services, because there's an extraordinary range of STEM related and, you know, engineering and biology and chemistry and um, then all the way through into communication and logistics and trade. So there's a whole gamut of opportunities back there. So last year, we, in celebration of National Science Week here in Australia, we took 34 girls out to their sewage treatment plant, which means you were standing where they treat the stuff from the toilet, for an entire day. 
And they loved it. I mean, trying to get 34 girls to agree to come in the first place. And then they absolutely loved it. They loved seeing all the science at work. They loved understanding um, all of the sustainability factions. There is a lot of science in dealing with waste. There is. There is. And and it's very rewarding work because they, I mean, you know, it's not just sitting there unplugging pipes. It's actually they're looking at ways to transform uh, and from a sustainability and environmental impact um, way that we do that, which is also impacting third world countries, because then they take the research and they go over to third world countries and implement it, which is giving water to people who have just never had clean water before and fighting yeah. disease. Like the role on impact is extraordinary. So yeah. we run these excursions um, for the girls, for parents to come along with their daughters, and also for educators of schools so they can come and speak directly with the companies. Um, this year, moving on to the parent side of things, yes. this year we are, we've got two things for parents happening this year. So one of them, um, is we're launching our first ever compass summit. It's a parent daughter all day summit event here in Brisbane in October. It's in celebration of international day of the girl, which is very close to our heart. Ah. And that is going to be an all singing, all dancing, all day um, event for parents to come with their daughters. And we are looking at um, fine tuning your compass. So, you know, helping figure out who you are and what you want, where you want to go. Doing skill development in the middle of the day with some fantastic guest speakers we're flying in from around Australia. And then the afternoon is that real sort of fan your flames, find your courage and your determination part of the day. So. That's been designed not only um, for all the benefit you get interacting with all those women, we've got exhibition stands and workshops and so on and so forth, but as a bonding opportunity for parents and daughters to share some of what's going on in their daughter's life um, and have some talking points around that beyond the event uh, so that, you know, we know and studies show that uh, two things. They show us that girls um and boys but during teenage years they actively pull away from their parents because it's your independence it's your identity phase it's your independence seeking phase so you actively try to get away from the people who have nurtured you (laughs) since birth kind of um and and you pull away from that but you go and and start seeking other role models and seeking who else could influence you so it's a very pivotal time to make sure that the right role models are being put in front of girls um then the other thing we know is that it still is the the parental connection is still critical because parents and families they're your safe space. They need to be the place that you can run to when things go wrong and they need to be the people who know you best and can offer you guidance when you feel like you don't know what's going on. So even though that might feel thinner during the teenage years because their focus is not directly at you anymore, they're not running up and looking you in the eye and cuddling you like they used to, but what instead is that they need to know that the the line between the two of you is still there and the connection. So that has brought us to develop our final piece that we're doing this year, which is our um, resilience. About, yep. <laughs> sorry, Tanya. Sorry, <laughs> before you talk about that, Terry wants to just clarify who can attend your event. Is it mums and dads or just oh, yes. and daughters? Oh, yes, yeah, yeah. So, um, it'll be yes, we welcome fathers 100%. Good. Um, I think it's really important. And what not only important, but what's so heartening to see 
is the generation of fathers that are raising our teenagers now are already showing signs of becoming far more involved parents and far more hands-on parents than um, historically we've ever seen before. So the idea that dads are getting in there and supporting their daughters and encouraging them and fanning their flames is absolutely top-notch. That is really good to hear. I'm, I'm glad that the dads are getting involved too. Mm. So sorry, Tanya, back on to your... your oh, um, I'm sorry. I was on a roll. <laughs> yeah. um, <laughs> I know. <laughs> Thanks for job really easy, actually. shut me up once I get talking okay. about it. Um, but, yes, yeah, so the Resilience Kit was born out of... So when I started Girl Shape Flames, I was really intent on it always being a very experiential organisation, yes. that we are, we are offering the girls experiences and events in person uh, face to face really important for developing their own life skills as well like how do you ask a question in a room full of people when you feel nervous and so on and so forth but um I guess a little bit of the backstory from the resilience kit aside from its benefit for parents is that I'm from Yapoon originally up in central Queensland small small town on the coast and very lovely business beautiful beautiful opposite opposite Great Keppel Island, which is lovely. Um, but we would be considered semi-remote, rural, you know, it's yeah, it's not absolutely. in the main metro area. And I know as someone who grew up in that environment that I didn't have access to strong female role models. Aside from my mum and a couple of key teachers, we didn't really get access to those types of people in our world because our world was a lot smaller than other people's worlds. And this is something that's prevalent anywhere you go that's not a metropolitan environment is that, you know, their opportunities and access to things like this are restricted and and, um, reduced. So I, I was pondering this a while back and I thought, gosh, I really want to be able to still inspire and engage and, and, um, you fan the flames essentially of girls everywhere. It doesn't matter where you are. As long as you, in this case, have an internet connection, you should be able to be inspired. Um, and so we set about uh, capturing some of the best um, uh, mentoring advice and guidance and things from a range of different women that we work with, all the way from school principals through to science award winners. I've got a space scientist, Kai, myself, lawyer, whole range of women. Um, across a whole range of topics. And what we've come to find is that when parents, um, we know that parents want to maintain a connection with their daughters as they go through this challenging period. and um, But sometimes they don't know how to go about it and where to start. So ultimately, I believe as a communication professional myself, I believe in the power of communication and how communication can connect And I really, every time I end up with a conversation with a parent who's struggling with their um, connection with their daughter, I'll say to them, do you talk to them about these topics? Do you talk to them about failure? Do you talk to them about balance? Do you talk to them about whether they have a plan B or not after their school? You know, if their pathway goes south, do you have a plan B? Do you want a plan B? Do you actually, like, talk to them about it or is it just assumed that everyone knows what's going on? And more often than not, they sort of go, well, I guess not. We know, you know, it's usually an emotional exchange where we're yelling at each other in the corridor because she's angry about something and I can't understand what's going on. 
So we set about developing um, a bit more of a structured approach to facilitating this communication, which has resulted in our what we've what's called our resilience kit. And what that is is it's a um, it's basically something you uh, once you've signed up for it and purchased it, you receive first and foremost you receive a downloadable um, poster. It's quite a pretty poster that the girls it's in black and white so the girls can be encouraged to color it in in colors that express themselves and it's designed to sit with you for the year or for the at least for the 10-week program but beyond that for the year and you then receive access to a full suite of those videos I was talking about before. So there's 120 or more of these two to three minute mentoring videos and you get access to those but more importantly you get a 10-week curated program that takes you through each topic each week and there's a write-up about the topic we curate the videos you should go and watch with your daughter and then we give you some discussion points so using my failure example we'll say like mom or dad talk about a time that you failed and how did it make you feel and they have to talk about that and then daughter you talk about a time that you feel like you failed and how did that make you feel now together talk about what might be some strategies or ways that you're going to deal with failure moving forward um how can you help each other through failure moving forward now that's just one topic for one week so all it is it's literally like 30 minutes the videos are really short it's basically saying to yourself on a sunday afternoon or a night or a morning whatever it's going to be whatever your ritual is we're going to sit down we're going to you know, get the next email in, sit down, watch the videos together, talk about discussion points. What we find is that um, people are time poor and so they think that this is going to, you know, that sitting and connecting with their daughter has to take hours and hours. But we know robust conversation for just 15 minutes or more, once a week even, can really build that connection. And what we see is that when these conversations start and get a rhythm, they then can go on. Suddenly you found you've been sitting on the couch chatting for an hour and a half because it's brought up all these other things that she now wants to talk about. So the resilience kit um, for me is so multifaceted because it's, it's trying to give parents a tool they can use to connect with their daughters and make sure that that connection stays very strong. The topics we cover in it are very uh, resilience-focused topics. So there's um, failure, stress and pressure, balance and plan B and things like that. Um so that's also helping um, the daughters out there build their understanding of how they feel about those topics because sometimes they don't stop and think about it. Yeah. So by proactively sitting there and processing them, um, they also discern their own belief system around it, which means they can go out into the world feeling more strongly about what they believe in and therefore how are they going to respond to situations um, and from all of that we are hoping that what we're doing is developing um, a really strong and determined resilience resilient set of young women and we're giving also parents that opportunity to expose those young women to strong positive female role models who are the all women that are featured in the in the resource so it's something we're super proud of and I'm very um I'm just really pleased that I can also help some of the girls that are in regional areas um, that don't have access to all of our wonderful events here in southeast Queensland. Yeah. So for our listeners, we have a special offer thanks to uh, yeah. our <laughs> And so it's, it's called the Teen Resilience Kit and yeah. the offer is to take $20 off 
the Teen Resilience Kit and you'll find it on girlshapedflames.com and I've just put the uh, link to the website up in the chat box. But for those listening, just type in Girl Shaped Flames, uh, all one word, and the site will come up for you automatically in Google. And it's the Teen Resilience Kit. Mm-hmm. And Tanya's graciously agreed to take $20 off, but you'll need a coupon code. And yes. besides on live on the radio today, I will put it in um, our notes uh, about the interview on the radiotony.com website but the coupon that you need is g-s-f-r-a-d-i-o-t-o-n-i i will also talk about the resilience kit and the coupon um on my facebook um and linkedin and also the website so it's very generous of tanya to offer that specifically for radio tony listeners today um and just go to girlshapeflames.com um type in teen resilience kit and you'll need the coupon to get twenty dollars off gsf um radio tony all one word um and I've put that up in the chat box for those of you that are on the chat this morning. And we are just about out of time, Tanya. <laughs> um, Mary, says, Thank you when, so where, much. Uh, Mary goes, where can we get these again? So, Mary, just type <laughs> in girl, G-I-R-L, shaped, S-H-A-P-E-D, flames, F-L-A-M-E-S. Just type in girl, shaped, oh, flames. Uh, and then com. it's right down the bottom of the at the moment and it's down the bottom of the website i'm trying to move cool. it to the top but it's down the bottom at the moment okay yeah, that's fine so so jump on to tanya's website girlshapeflames.com scroll right down to the bottom of the screen and you will find teen oh, resilience kit teen resilience kit yeah okay teen so just section. again girlshapeflames.com teen resilience kit $20 off coupon code is G-S-F-R-A-D-I-O-T-O-N-I. Um, and I can't recommend Tanya and her programs enough. And for those of you outside Australia, uh, if you want to link with Tanya, jump on that site and link with her. She is yep. looking to take Girls Shape Flames internationally. So yes. um, besides girls in Australia Tanya wants to reach girls across the world so if you're not in Australia please link to Tanya and she'll be able to give you some more information but don't forget teen resilience kit for parents of teenagers $20 off coupon code jump onto girlshapeflames.com and type in uh, the coupon you'll need is GSF Radio Tony if you've missed any of that contact Tanya or I Mm -hmm. Say that you've been listening to the program and you'll be able to access that stuff. It's a great website. Tanya's built a beautiful website. (laughs) Lots of information about all the events that will not only help your teenage girls but will also very much help parents of teenage girls. And those of us that have had parents, had teenagers rather, (laughs) or are about to enter the world of teenage girls, it's kind of rough. So um, 
I encourage you to jump onto that website. And Revel is just reminding me that we are completely out of time. Out of time. Again. <laughs> um, but I've right. got one more Thank quick you. question. Wensi wants yes. to know, can people around the world get this discount and use it on the website? Absolutely, yes. without a doubt. Go for it. Love to. Just, we can spread it far and wide. That'd be amazing. Yes, spread it far and wide, use it um, and jump onto that website. There's lots of valuable information for parents of teenage girls. We are completely out of time. <laughs> and yet, thank you so much for coming thank on you. Radio Tony today. For everyone else, thank you, listeners. Thank you for your interaction and your questions today. Um, it's been my absolute pleasure. Just you will just once final time, girlshapeplans.com for further information on uh, teenage girls, parents of teenage girls in particular, and there will also be information on the radiotony.com website as soon as I get a moment to put that up for you. Um, but you can always contact me um, by the contact uh, form on either website. One will get you to Tanya, one will get you to me. So we are completely out of time. Thank you so much, Tanya. Thank I'll talk you, to you again soon. Bye, everyone. Thanks for tuning in to Radio Tony. Over to you, Rebel. Radio Tony, your safe space for tough conversations. Exposing secrets and talking about trauma and recovery. Radio Tony, a platform for the unheard. Radio Tony. With Tony Lontis, author of Resilience, memoir of a broken little girl discovering a woman of strength and beauty. Radio 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 Tony. Available now on Amazon.com and in all good bookstores. Radio Tony. Back next Thursday from 7pm Eastern Standard Time, live from the Gold Coast, Australia. Mom.